Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. I'm already moving. Oh my God. Teddy Beat still gets me going. After all this After time. After all this time. I've known him for so long. We love Teddy Beats. It's a podcast. Not a cast pod. Every day she'll make you say, oh my God. She's got the scoop on period news. <laughs> and then what you think? Oh, you the crew. Welcome to our live stream. We are always live Monday and Wednesdays, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. Just search Hey Frage, subscribe there, put on the notifications, and then you'll know every time we are going live. We also, of course, do a podcast called Hey Frage Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, everywhere that podcasts are released. I'm super happy to be here with my girlfriend, my dear friend, AJ on the mic, uh, who's here with me every Monday and Wednesday. She's amazing, and she's an impressionist. Oh, well, you're amazing as well. Thank you. Thank you for the intro. Well, the, uh, the royal baby has been born and he's Archie. So why don't you play? I mean, you're the impressionist. Why don't you play Archie basically just out of the womb of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry? Like you're the baby. Well, first off, um, what is with the name? Are we like, do we? Oh, my name is Archie Wimbatten, the third, 15th of Winchester minded. I know. First off, the name, I think he has like five middle names. It's so it's uh, it's Archibald, um, I believe, like, okay, wait, we've so got to find. The full name is Archie Harrison, Mountbatten, Windsor. What in Wait, the what hell is a man batten? Like a Mount Batten? Okay, I'm going to get so much shit because this is probably Meghan Markle's like oh, ma- I know, mom's I know. maiden name or some crap. And people are going to be like, Sarah, way to not respect like the only American. All right, I get it. But 
I like Harrison, Archie Harrison, but then Mountbatten Windsor. Mountbatten. <laughs> I'm a Mountbatten from Windsor. Like, what in the hell? I'm with you. And what do they want? What do they just sit around the nine months and watch like Riverdale? And they go, you know what, Archie, that's you know pretty what? good. We like, Ar- I mean, you Archie's hot. Archie. I name my son Archie after Archie. Archie Balls, <laughs> Harrison. I mean, Archie. I don't know what to think about it. I know what to think about. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Name your kid like normal like things. Archibald. He's going to be a famous cricket player. Oh, they all are. They have nothing else to do but do polo. I mean, give me a break. Come on. Come, come to like the horses. real nine to five. Get into a London bus and get into like work every day. Coming in for Westminster. I would love to live in London. You would? No. It's I mean, dreary. It's a little dreary. It's no. a little dreary. Okay, I'll, I'll visit. I can't stand it. Uh, the tea is amazing. The champagne's amazing. And the little cakes that they make are amazing. The, the rest scones. of it, you can keep it right over there on the other side of the earth. Uh, you can. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm not a London fan. Like, everyone that goes to London is like, I'm going to London, darling. And they're just like, I love London. And the scenes in London. Really? You want, the scene in London is the same every historic. day. Over fucking cast. <laughs> can you point me to the sun? Can you point me to the moon? No, because they've never seen it. I don't know. No. They can never tell what time of day it is, except it just gets a little bit darker. Send me to Morocco. I want the exotic, okay? Morocco. Okay. I'm not going to fly 19 hours or some shit to see more white people. Give (laughs) me, like, culture. London is is a a, a plethora of cultures. Whatever. I just, I don't know. I go there. I want to say one thing, though. You know when they, like, show the picture of the royal baby and you're like, that literally looks like my cousin Louie. I just, I mean, I all babies kind of look the same when they all have that like type of skin tone. It's just, it looks like another baby. Or it looks like Amy Schumer's baby. If Amy Schumer and the royal baby put them together, they look exactly the same. They really do. Uh, well, that was breaking news this morning. So if you are just joining the show, uh, Megan and Harry came out. They did a photo of their family together, which I, is lovely. His and announcement was really cute. They're like, we're overjoyed. I don't know how women do it, actually. I know. It's like blasphemy how you give birth. So I liked his little, like, you know, ode to women for giving birth. That was nice. They're a cute little couple. They, they really are. are. Oh, my God. They're gorgeous. And the the announcement was their name. They're going to name their little boy Archie. So it's kind of, you know, it's cute. And actually, I could see a little guy, like, as three or four years old as Archie. As you become a man, like, I can't see having sex with Archie. <laughs> I can't see doing an Archie. Archie. What do you yell out? Schman. Like, what the fuck are you yelling out? Okay. I don't <laughs> Dana. Well, no, I mean, I've seen so, ni- so many nicknames for him. It depends. Popsicle, toot, boot, I mean, were you role playing that day? It just, it's all like. <laughs> Chewbacca? What are you calling him? Chewbacca? Okay, we're done here. First of all, he wants to be Han Solo. He <laughs> does not. I'm Chewbacca. Okay, thank you. Glad we got those roles sorted out. Uh, look, we know you're tuning in. Today's an awesome show. It is called The Period Show. We have wanted to do, you guys have been asking, it's sort of, I don't, I don't even know how this all started. I actually think that maybe um, Leslie, who used to work on the show, I think like her sister had made the suggestion and then we put it up and other people were like, yes. So we really wanted to do a kind of menstrual show, like period positive, where we talk about everything that you need to know about your menstrual cycle. Because if you're like us, all the women on this show, we have it every month, but yet oddly, we don't know a lot about it. And I don't know about you guys, but when I was growing up, my mom never really told me much about about it, except for I know she was just like emotional and like happy when I became a woman in eighth grade. And I had like all many, she was just like, you're a woman now. I was like, this feels really uncomfortable. I'm never going to be able to live with this. I don't know what you're talking about. This seems terrible. Then 
And I had all these period issues growing up. Like I had my period in eighth grade. Then I didn't have it for like three years later. So then like the doctor was like, you know what? We're going to give this a couple more months. If you don't have it again, you know, we're going to do some testing. Anyway, long story short, I ended up having it, which actually is funny because it's sort of set the tone for me. I'm like a late bloomer in so many ways in my life. And I always go back to I never really had my period. So I was like 16 or 17. And I was like, that's fitting for me. Like I am a late bloomer in so many ways. Do you remember getting your period in the bathroom? Uh, no, it was over summer break. So I remember getting it at home during summer and I was like hanging out with my oh, friends. Oh, oh, okay, yes. And got it. Like it was crazy, you know, like just this. When you, fir- the, yeah. you you remember that feeling when you first have it. It was so weird. I was like, I, I can't live with this every month. You mean you're going to get this every month? There's no way. Then I didn't have it for like three years. Yeah, I know. I know. It set the tone <laughs> for the late bloomer. Now I have it monthly, but I still don't know what I'm doing. And in fact, like I was so didn't know what I was doing. Like I used to put this is like crazy. But when I first started my period regularly, I actually put a tampon that came in a cardboard container. I put the cardboard container in. I never I didn't know how to use a tampon at all. And I kept saying to my girlfriends, did the cardboard once hurt your vagina, too? And they were like, you know, you're not supposed to put the cardboard in your vagina. I was like, what? OK, this is why we I have know. to ask questions. And we just we just don't. We just don't. So yesterday we made the announcement. One of our favorite doctors, she's here in D.C., but she's all over. She's on Access Hollywood. She wrote a book, 10 Day Body Transformation. Uh, Dr. Shelby Argawal is going to be with us in just a few minutes. We're going to have her on. And we pre-promoted this yesterday. We said, look, if you guys have questions about what menstrual products are the best for that time of the month, thinks period undies, Diva Cup, because a lot of people talk about the Diva Cup, which I was thinking about using. Our girlfriend, Danny Starr, uses when it. She th- but, but she also told a story about how it overflowed and I was like no no it can't overflow and fall on my leg while I'm like mid-dinner like just no I so and then I hear people talk about now this um period disc which looks like this little disc that you pop in you apparently can have sex with it in I'm I'm so fascinated by all this but we are really not experts so we feel like we should be giving you (laughs) zero advice so that's why Dr. Shelby is here so she's going to be on if you have a question we are live on YouTube so you can leave a question for Dr. Shelby um also on my Instagram it's at heyfrage follow at AJ on the mic um so we asked you questions we took a lot of those um so we're going to talk about that everything from um Gwyneth Paltrow's jade egg like does that really help improve your sex (laughs) life everything you wanted to know there was a story last week we were talking about that women are putting garlic in their vaginas to to try to cure yeast infections. Is that healthy or not? Well, now, the other I have garlic? put yogurt in my vagina. Yogurt? Yes. I put a lot of things up there. Like, actually, now that I'm thinking about it back, this is really bad. Cucumber for rejuvenation. Never put cucumber. But I did <laughs> put, yeah, for a yeast infection once. I did. Like, I dipped it in plain, non-flavored flavored yogurt, a tampon, because I'd read that online, and then uh-huh. put it in. Did it work? I feel like it did, but I think it was just because it was really cold, so it felt good. You're like, oh, finally, relief. <laughs> okay, that's gross. I don't think this is working. So anyway, you can leave all of your questions. Melanie is on. She says, hi, let's get this bloody Wednesday started. <laughs> let's <agree>. go, sister. <laughs> we agree. All right, AJ, really quickly, like lightning round of some pop culture stories lightning that, round, I, yes. that I want to get all of your thoughts on. Aisha Curry was on Red Table Talk, which is like the huge show with Jada Pinkett Smith, okay? Yes. Where Jada Pinkett Smith just talks about how dysfunctional their family is, which makes all of us feel better about our lives. She was on yesterday saying that she's married. You know, she's obviously been married to Steph Curry for a while. Yeah. She says she can't stand the groupies around him. And in fact, no men hit on her. So after a while, she begins to question what's going on. A lot of people trolling her like, really, bitch? Like, really? You know, you're married to Steph. Uh, you know what it comes with. Uh, and I'm sure men are hitting on you. you uh, that, that was another thing. I was like, in 10 years, you really think no one's hitting on Aisha? Seriously? I think she's very attractive. I'm well, sure she's she, gorgeous. She does get hit on. But and it's also like your own personality, Aisha. Like, are you putting yourself out there? 
What are you doing? I mean, oh, you know? Yeah, and it's like, uh, well, people were trolling her because they were like, you're married. Why do you need anybody to look at you? But it's like when the construction oh, workers, you're like, ew, construction workers are looking at me. But the minute that they don't holler at you, you're like, what's going on here? Do I not look good today? Uh, is this is this like odd for me to say, but I'm kind of getting tired of being hollered at? Is that like... <laughs> Are you shitting me? That is the biggest fib I've ever heard in my entire life. Literally, I am. I'm telling somebody you. honks, they're like, yeah! No, she sees I'm them across the street. I am tired of it. I got into mm-hmm. my Lyft driver. He, he emailed me yesterday from yesterday. What? Sam. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Your Lyft drivers can email you from the app? Well, I'm like, give him my email address. And that's okay, the problem. See, bitch, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking he went on the app and he was like searching and like being a stalker. No, no. Well, I gave him my email and number and address. But like, why is he reaching out? Because I can't stand this. Like, what? Ha- I'm just friendly. I get in these cars. Uh-huh. I go out and sit at a bar and I wait for you for a drink early or whatever. Okay, bitch, stop showing up three hours early for things. Please. <laughs> just like, get there early. Like, yeah, what do you want me to do? I think tell? I'll order a drink. I'll just socialize yeah. it. Maybe right. meet a friend. You meet. You make one minute of eye contact, one second of eye contact with these men, and then they come over. They latch onto you like a virus. They want your number. And what am I supposed to say after I've talked to him for fifteen minutes? I, I rode from the guy from Arlington all the way to DC. <laughs> I feel like I know. I'm sure. Here's my email. Here's my home address. You already got it. It's exactly what Aisha said about uh, about Steph. She was like, "He's very nice," and women take that for flirting, and every man takes you for flirting. You literally say hi, and they're like, "When are we having sex?" Like this happens every single time. We do man on the street questions. Every single time. Every single time. Guys are calling you for like, you're like, oh, it's the guy from uh, three weeks ago. I'm like, why are you still entertaining this psychopath? And you're like, oh, we're just having fun texting back and forth. I'm like, okay, cut it out. I I am so tired of the groupies. I'm telling you right now. I think you need to write a well-written letter to Aisha explaining to her how to get hit on because... I can tell her right now. And I'm telling her, she's not missing anything. God bless. She's lucky. Like... You it gives you so much more time to yourself when these people really? leave you alone. I think it's just grass is always greener, right? Like Ugh. I love when somebody still hits on me at the bar. I'm like, oh, still got it. Really? I mean, I I'm not married myself, or anywhere close to marriage. So. I now no longer want to leave Dan. Like I think of how much work so we've good. put into it. I'm like, I'm not doing this again. Like who wants to put this much? The thousands of dollars we've invested in therapy and all the fucking time. No, I'm sticking right here. And I want no one to holler at me. I'll be just fine. Like I like I hear older women go, yeah, well, at a certain age, no one looks at you. I can't wait for that age. Great. <laughs> I'll have so much more time to do me. Right now, you're, my you're God. You're making a lot of good points. I Aisha can't should wait. just sit down and be appreciative. She's already got Steph, which is like one of the most All women have to do, I don't care what you look like, what your age is, if you make eye contact, like full on <laughs> eye contact with a man and smile, he will be over to you like flies on shit. And get try to get rid of him. They don't want to leave. They just want to be friendly. And they want, like, the minute you're friendly to them, they green light. That, now, that is true. I don't know what Aisha's doing. Okay. She's staying in her house. Because, like, if she was out one night at a bar by herself. She should come to a client dinner like what we had. Truly, honey. Just come with <laughs> us. because, And really, like, they're really all after Sarah. And I'm just sitting there just like a fly on the fucking wall. And That's until you become famous. Then I can't wait to go out with you and let them hit on you again. Yeah, right. I'm going to eat my dinner in peace. I'm going to have drinks and I'm going to just let them flock mm-hmm. to you. And mm-hmm. I can't wait. Yeah. Well, that's the good thing about our men. They well, just don't even give a shit. I'll do your old manager or something. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, we go on these tangents. I don't even know where we are. Aisha Curry. Oh, there we go. I had empathy for her. What she was trying to say in the Internet is crazy. Anyway. Of course. It's just that it's difficult, which I'm sorry. I think it would be hard to be with a high profile guy. Yeah. After 10 years. What are they married for? Oh, yeah, like 10 plus years. They've been for a long time. And then Steph Curry's mother and father have been married for 31 years. I love that. Since they were 18. That, I don't know how you keep it going. My parents, 19, yeah. Well, they're at 35 years now. 
My parents. Your parents. <clears throat> Crazy. Oh, my God. Um, Met Gala was on Monday night. We, of course, were on Facebook and social media. J-Lo, 50 years old. Oh, my God. That body. Oh, she looks How? amazing. How? If we're going to talk How? about body image, Kim Kardashian's corseted stomach. Did she get ribs out? She it's, could have probably. That, that could be true. She's had to, right? We're going to ask the doctor today because this is, this is, I won't stand for this. You think she did? Really? Well, okay. Well, okay. Her trainer went on backlash with all these people because everybody's like, how does she have a body like that? And he's like, I see her sweat and tears every day. I'm like, really? Do you also see the tummy tuck and the, and the, and the ribs out? See, I think it's just not eating. You know, you're eating like cabbage soup for three or four days before. <laughs> you are. Then you're getting True. all those liposuction. You know, you're wrapping your body like in the sweat things and all that stuff. So it shrinks it temporarily. And then I think it kind of expands when you go back to real life. But I don't know. She See, my thing now is with Kim because she has now um, freed 17 um, yeah. people who are uh, in jail serving like extremely long sentences for minor drug charges because she's right. on this campaign. See, now I'm in love with her. And I, I think that they are completely, she's going to run for president in eight no. years. Yeah, 100%. I think 1,000%. This is their whole strategy. We to hated run the them. World, to run the United States. The sex tape, we were all like, what are they famous for? Now she's going to completely take the fame, the fortune, and she's going to use it for the best social cause you can imagine. Wrongly imprisoned. People that are imprisoned for, uh, you know, long-term low drug or, you know, drug charges like marijuana. She's going to become a hero. How can you hate on that? And then she's going to run because she's going to have so much power and money. Look at Trump. She'll be running. I guarantee it. And I think she'll win. Well, you heard it here first, folks. I guarantee. She's a, and I saw, I watched this interview with Chris uh, Jenner on CBS oh, yeah. this morning on Sunday. It was amazing. Chris was like, you guys have no idea. She's like, the hate. She's like, people just have no idea. And she basically said, Chris's best advice, if you're talking to someone who says no to you, you're talking to the wrong person. And I thought, that's great. Chris, that is how you've gotten where you've gotten. Okay. I'm not going to say it's... Um, hey, they all looked fantastic. I feel bad for Caitlyn Jenner, Kourtney Kardashian, and Chloe, who didn't get the invite. That's just... We're a little salty. But, you know, who was your favorite best dressed, real quick? Oh, God. I mean, I, I do enjoy Katy Perry, because I think Katy Perry... The theme was camp, which campy yeah. means just basically over the top. Over the top, it, play on words with yeah. the, the exaggerated, blah, blah, blah. At first, I was like, what the fuck is camp? But then, you know, you read into it and you understand. I thought Katy Perry was fun because she came as, as a hamburger and then she Love also it. came as a chandelier. Like she was doing the most with that. I mean, Kylie Jenner does look really good. I know everybody said like, oh, her look is the same. But I think Kylie and Travis look great. I mean, he always looks like he's in some spaceship, but, you know, it's fine. <laughs> well, Kanye. Him and Kanye, they always just dress, dress in black in some like thin glasses. That's it. Kanye I love looks kind of slow. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Kanye. Doesn't he? I mean, the poor thing came out in a $40 Dickies jacket. They were look, like, we're not trying man. to troll, but here we are. I know, and I'm not, like, I, I got to stop saying this because I, I, here's my thing is everybody we talk about on this show, I would completely suck their ass in real life. Like, I really would. I really would. I love everyone. It's just like, I hope that as we get more famous, you guys talk shit about us. It doesn't bother me. Please I don't go care right ahead. Like, when people trolled me over that Doja Cat, I was like, excellent. Thank you. Breadstick Betty coming at yeah, you. Yeah, they were like, you're a breadstick. Great. Share the word. <laughs> now hit the share button. Like, tell somebody else. Tell a friend. Like, I don't mind. Oh, I hope you're talking shit about oh. me as I get bigger. But I, love it. I like what they're doing. I just, Kanye seemed like he's never really into it. Who did you think was best dressed? I loved so many. Like, Dua Lipa, she looked like yeah, a hodgepodge of, I loved it. I loved uh, uh, Cardi B, looked like a vagina. Um, 
you know, like Priyanka they all... Chopra. What was up with that? Oh, she what? Like okay, one of the okay, dolls literally, literally, Priyanka absolutely ruined. Like literally, she looked like the Joker from Mad Hatter's Lunch. I mean, <laughs> that was a disaster. I was talking to somebody, and they're like, "How does somebody so beautiful show up to the Met Gala looking like an absolute frump mess?" <laughs> she camped herself. She, she camped goes, herself. You know what? I'm gonna camp beauty. I'm gonna come up <laughs> ugly. I mean, she really did. That was a disaster, Priyanka. <laughs> like, I, that's my only, that's my only thing that I didn't like. Giselle and Tom, obviously you killed yeah, it. Yeah, but I don't like them because they don't get they're into boring. it. They're boring. They're boring, yes. boring. Like, you're so chic that it's boring to me. Come as a football and queso. That's what we want to see. We don't want to see anything. <laughs> come on. I would definitely come as a taco and then change to, like, a milkshake. Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Like, as a play on words of camp, because people actually thought it was camping, I would have come in my Just camp as outfit and with a tent. I would have pitched the tent right there on the thing and I would have gotten in soy. Okay, let's just bring this picture up of Priyanka just to give oh it a little bit. Oh my god! Of- I mean, scary as hell, bitch. What in the what? god's name? What were you smoking before this? Alice in Wonderland hits <laughs> crack. Like, I mean, that is like honestly, that is Priyanka Nopra. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, I'm really proud of that. When did you come up with that? Was that now? It was on the spot, Archie. It was on the- Priyanka Nopra. I love it. I love it. That's a straight no for me. That's a no for me, dog. Oh, my oh God. God. That right, is well, a complete no, dog. I don't even know dogs. And that's your Met recap. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. One last thing. Tiffany Haddish killed it. She literally brought chicken, uh, fried chicken that she made in her own little kitchen. I'm successful. Bitch, I'm successful. She ready with the chicken. But like some people hated it. They're like, why are you bringing chicken to the She's the best. The I love her so I much. I love her. She keeps it real, y'all. Oh, my God. All right. Look, without further ado, let's get that. that I mean, we got to land on that note. We just like to. slayed it. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. 
Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Okay, uh, we said today was the period show. It is all your questions that you wanted to know about your menstru- menstrual cycle and about what menstrual products you should be using every month. We absolutely adore this woman. Talk about a woman doing it on her own, um, out there, on Access Hollywood, high-profile author. Uh, and she's also helping all of her patients have better health and achieve that great lifestyle that we're all going for. Dr. Shelby is here. Yay, Dr. Shelby! Hi, guys. We Hello. love you. What a great intro. Thank you. <laughs> You're amazing. I'm like, really? Is that me they're talking about? Yeah, Amazing. No, I'm so happy to be here. I love coming to see you guys. I was just getting back from laughing so hard with Priyanka Nopra. <laughs> and that's my people, so I feel bad, but that was a miss. That was what? a miss, right? Okay, what's your ethnicity? I'm Indian. You're Indian. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was born here, but my family and background is Indian. Indian descent. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yes, just like Priyanka. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, that was yeah, that was a miss. A mess. Uh, yeah, terrible. Um, look, we're so thrilled and thankful that you're here. You were so great and getting awesome. Um, some of the products out, that are out there that women have so many questions about. And for some reason, I think our moms try to do the best they can, but they never really tell us. And then maybe we have a sister that knows. But you're sort of now frantically Googling or looking up YouTube videos and trying to know what's what. So let's start with some of the popular menstrual products that are out there and tell us like the pros and cons and what people need to know. Uh, specifically, a lot of people, when we promoted you, had questions about the Diva Cup. So what is a Diva Cup? How is it used? Tell us the good and the bad. Sure. Okay. So we'll start with the Diva Cup. So it is a menstrual cup, and I don't know if you guys can see it, but it comes, and there's a couple of different brands of it. Diva Cup is just the name. I think they they did well because people, who doesn't want to be a diva? Yes. But, um, so there's one <laughs> that is the model one or model two and the difference is only whether you've had children or not and that's simply for sizing and for fit the idea behind the diva cup is it can be used for 12 hours you insert it vaginally and then it's supposed to kind of create a seal around the cervix which is where the menstrual blood comes out so theoretically after 12 hours you take out this cup 
it's full of menstrual blood. You wash it out in the sink and then you're supposed to rinse it out and then you should be able to reuse it. Now, the big myth on this, and I, I think if you st- take a step back and recognize, well, why do people even want to use these as opposed to tabs, uh, tampons or pads? Well, some people want to use it because it's environmentally more friendly, right? You're not going through 20, 30 different tampons. Yes. Um, you you know, don't have to keep going to the store every month to buy stuff. Um, and then some people want to use it maybe for comfort, for being more discreet, things like that, just being able to kind of take it and go. The other reason that people are really big about it is they say, well, if I use this, I'm not going to get toxic shock syndrome, which yeah. is a big concern for people. It is very rare. It's a bacterial disease that is very, very rare, but can have deathly consequences. And you only hear about the very bad stories. People left a tampon in, they became very ill, belly pain, high fevers, you know, in some cases, really bad outcomes. So what I want you to know, anybody listening, watching, is that just because you're using a diva cup does not preclude you from getting toxic shock syndrome. You can still get it. And they did some studies that showed that when you inserted the diva cup, it also brings in it with it a little bit of air. And that air can also create a good environment for that bacteria to proliferate and grow and you could still get toxic shock syndrome. So is that how toxic shock syndrome starts is basically like with air and then maybe like a foreign object in there or how Um, does it? So it starts kind of with the bacteria being present and then the the tampon, for example, which is the most classic example, but you can get it with other stuff. The environment becomes such that the bacteria keeps growing and growing. And if the tampon isn't removed to kind of air that out and remove that bacteria with the flow, then the bacteria keeps uh, growing more and more in your body. It goes into your bloodstream and you kind of become septic, which is essentially oh God, the, the yeah. bacteria is everywhere and you get really sick. But People think that you can't, that can't happen with the Diva Cup, so I'm safe, right? But that's not the case. The other thing is that if you look at the other study that was done, they took out this Diva Cup, people just rinsed it, and then they swabbed these cups to check how clean or dirty they were, and they still had traces of bacteria on there. Wow. So if you're going to use the Diva Cup, it's a good option, but if you're going to use it, I really recommend that you have two of them so that you can use one, take it out, rinse it, wash it thoroughly or boil it, insert the other one, and then use that one 12 hours later that you've already cleaned. Because if you're just trying to rely on one, it introduces a lot of bacteria and you're not going to be able to thoroughly clean it. If you do try to thoroughly clean it, let's say with soap and you know, right. a mixture hot of like hot something. water, all of that, you could be irritating the vaginal canal, the cervix, et cetera. And you're already in a kind of bad mood because you have your period. Right. So wow. if you're going to use the Diva Cup, get two. I'm just thinking logistically. So you're you're in a stall at work and you're mm-hmm. trying to use the Diva Cup. So yeah. my thing is, like, are you going outside with the cup and you're washing it in the sink? Okay, great question. And I surveyed some people before our show because I surveyed patients saying, well, what do you really do, you know? So they say that you always kind of have to be at home or in a comfortable place when you want to empty it. Because if not, you can't just take it to the Starbucks bathroom and right. empty it and clean it out <laughs> and then reinsert, like, right? Okay, yeah. No, That'd you need me. a little bit of time. And so the good news is that it's built for 12 hours. So theoretically, you could wake up, you know, shower, whatever you want to do, wake up, insert it, go throughout your day, come back home, empty it, and then put in another one. So, okay. but you have to. I mean, it might not be the best thing if you're traveling on the go a lot. This might not be your best option. So I'd give the Diva Cup, you know, and it's a good it's a good option. It's not my favorite of the ones we're going to talk about. Okay, so it's like a B rating for you. Probably. Yeah. Um, Also, people had said that online talking about it, that there's a big learning curve with it, um, that sometimes like you have to trim the bottom nipple that kind of I think that you like pull in and out or, you know, um, and a lot of people said that they felt real like suction and tugging every time they pulled it out and they weren't 
comfortable right. with that. So I agree that there is a learning curve, and that's partly because most people with a tampon, it kind of naturally goes with the, the um, curvature of your vaginal canal and, and up towards the cervix. With this cup, even though it is flexible, it's still pretty stiff and it's a lot wider. So when you're getting it up in there and to the right place, you should kind of feel a larger area, but it doesn't always sit properly. And so it can be very uncomfortable until it finally pops itself into place. So oh. I think inserting it a few different times makes it easier to kind of learn. The other thing is you have to remember on your heavier days of flow, it will be a little bit easier to insert, but there's going to be some gushing and leakage that could happen until it creates that proper seal. On the lighter days, you're just not as, there's not as much lubrication there, so it could be uncomfortable because there's just more dryness there. Right. So I that's the other reason that I would say give yourself at least one or two cycles before saying yes or no to the Diva Cup. Interesting. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the disc. The disc, when we um, were talking about having you on, is something mm-hmm. I had never seen. Yes. Um, we have a box of them. What are they actually called? They're called... Yeah, so the, it's it's called a menstrual disc or a, a menstrual shield. Some people call it. Um, so the disc is designed to be kind of like the Diva Cup. We can however, open it up. Okay. Yeah. Let's... So, however, it is um, in this case it's disposable, and so what you do is it is flexible, just like that. But you would squeeze it to insert it, and then wow. push it up there. You will feel this create a create a seal so kind that's of like, like create a seal, a, right that seems like a lot of plastic up there yes. like that. and then after same deal after 12 hours you'll kind of grab go up there grab and pull it out the, there's a lot of knocks on this okay number one my my knock is if you're doing this for environmental reasons where you want to just have less product this is a lot of product you're throwing this away you're throwing this away after right. every use granted it's 12 hours as opposed to every four hours so maybe less than tampons your trash is still going to smell so there's this <laughs> There's this. And then the other thing is, I mean, this does capture a fair amount of flow, but I think there's going to be some chance of leakage on this. And I think the chance for discomfort, again, I would give this a little bit of of time to try, I mean, feel it. Now, one of the things that they say on the package that they tote is that you can have sex with this in. Right. Would you recommend doing that? I don't think it's a problem because if you think about it, look at the design. It's similar to a diaphragm, right? So, except that it's not fully covered. So, I'm not surprised by that. However, um, I just don't think that penis. I don't yeah. think that <laughs> you could. I mean, I don't think it would be comfortable. Wait, this is a dumb question, but this almost looks like a female condom, right? Um, but you still need to use a condom, right? If you're going to have sex with this, you should yeah. always okay. use huh. condoms. There's no question about that. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a whole different show, but yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I just think that there's more chance of, and the other thing is when you pull this out, right, I think there's more of a chance of it being very messy. Right. Whereas yeah. at least with the Diva Cup, there's that elongated canal that's capturing more things. So you almost have a longer cup to collect the menstrual flow. So, I mean, it doesn't seem uncomfortable, but if people are saying, oh, I don't want plastic, wow. I don't want this, this, that, right. then I don't think this is your it, option. It's so hard to measure how much blood you actually go, go, comes out on a right. busy or like a heavy day because right. your tampon just soaks it up. You don't know how much it is. So does this is this like an average amount of like a normal period? I think on a heavy day, you'll fill it up for the 12-hour course. It's probably one to two heavy tampons worth. All I'm going to say is, is this must be messy when you're and you're digging into your vagina, so you have to touch your right. blood. That's why I love the tampon string. Right now, we'll get into tampon and like the safety of it. But what do you think, Sarah? I'm tempted to try this. I don't know why, but um, you just like stuff and stuff up your vagina. Yeah. I will say. <laughs> 
I will say this, that people who have tried, of patients that have tried both the disc and the cup, they tend to veer towards the diva cup oh. or any of the menstrual cups. The disc is wild to me. Yeah. I mean, it really is like interesting. A little yeah. hat. Uh, or a, a small hat, if you will. <laughs> Look at Yes. It's to welcome the new prince. Okay, let's talk. I I also hear a lot of people um, talk about this new trend of free bleeding, which you know is seems very healthy. I don't know if it makes any difference or not. But of course, free bleeding is when you're using absolutely nothing, and you'd probably have to be home. You know, you're just like bleeding everywhere. Potentially, I don't think that's very practical. I think that's right. if you're into that, great. Um, I think fewer people are into that than you think because ultimately if you have a seven-day period, we're going to do just stay home, take a vacation day for seven what? days. Yeah. I don't think that's reasonable. Now, that's a good, though, transition to using the underwear that we were talking about. So Thinks is big, and a lot of people commented on that. They yes. loved Thinks. Um, they had great success with it. And, okay, tell us all about Thinks. This company's been around for about 10 years. Okay, so this is a company that has come out with... Um, menstrual underwear and they have all different kinds of shapes sizes depend depending on your um, heavy days versus your light days different like a hip hugger style kind of yeah, a, I'm gonna take um, some and hold them up these are awesome yeah, so and kind of like a, a brief style and I would say out of all these products this one seems to be the most um, sort of all-encompassing for everybody like most anybody would really have success with this unless you are just a person that doesn't want to have any of the flow around you on the outer part of the vaginal area. However, if you look at the technology with which this is made, it's very, very smart because it's a very high absorbency. You also don't have yeah. the, the um, irritation that some of these other products cause because, you know, if you're inserting something like whether it's a tampon or a cup or something, there is some degree of irritation of that foreign body in inside there. So this is nice because you can kind of just go and you're wearing underwear that's protective. It is meant to be that like you can wear it without wearing a pad or a tampon. Yes. If you have extremely, extremely heavy days, you can wear this as kind of a panty liner. So they promise that you're not going to leak on the first day. You may need to additionally wear something. But most people that I've asked, I've looked at a lot of kind of the reviews, good and bad, have said that they really didn't need to do anything with other than have the underwear on. The only downside was that they had to have multiple pairs um, right. because, okay. you know, one day you would have it. You can't just wash it and then quickly wear it the next day or that, that night. So having four or five pairs is helpful for a full um, coverage. But I think what's really nice yeah. about this is it feels comfortable. Very. They feel um, super soft and comfy. And just in the in the crotch area is a little bit thicker. Like obviously your exactly. you know, crotch, you know, butt area. You can feel like, you know, all the places where you're a woman, you're having your menstrual cycle, things go. And then, so it's yeah, that's totally. Great. I think it's comfortable. And then the other thing is people don't want to feel that sensation of feeling kind of wet or or dirty or having their menstrual flow on them. And everyone is saying that this does a really good job of immediately getting kind of dry. So that way you're not you're not walking around sitting in your own pool of menstrual flow. You're simply just having something absorb it. So it's just like a pad, but it's just underwear. And you answered this, but people are asking, you know, how it works for heavy days, how things people have wanted to try things. So how does it work what's for heavy cool days? about it is that they have different ones. So you can buy this one, for example, or the one that um, Sarah's holding up, that this one is very full coverage. And so it absorbs. The absorbency is a lot more than, say, one of these that is the hip hugger style that's a little bit smaller and not oh, as thick. Oh, gotcha. So it works like a super absorbent pad. I need the big thick one. Like, I need the <laughs> diaper one, the one that's like, and it doesn't feel like a diaper. It I'm doesn't. Just saying. It feels really I try akin those. to wearing like a swimsuit bottom that's 
thickly insulated. And I do want to remind people, too, that are watching and listening. So we're not sponsored by anyone here. This is like hashtag we want to be sponsored, but we are not. <laughs> so uh, none of these products are being we're not being paid to endorse any of those. And I always feel like it's very important for you to know that right. when we're doing that and when we're not. So um, these are just like ones we've either tried or people that are popular. Yes, and we really wanted a doctor's popular. opinion. OK, so, so and I think these are safe. And you, you know, think those are course. very safe. Yeah. Okay. The and the other thing, the reason that I think that they're safe is because I, I think is because um there's le- there's not really any um as we were talking about before, the the allergens or the things that people can kind of be allergic to, the scents and things like that yes. when you when you're trying to get a tampon that has fresh laundry scent or flower scent or whatever. Those are things that really irritate people and can lead to yeast infections and other vaginal Ugh. irritation that you don't get with this kind of underwear, especially because you're washing it in your own detergent. All right, let's talk tampons and pads. Yes. Age, did you have another question? I wanted to talk about the Summer's Eve and pH balancing. So let's talk about, we'll do the tampons and then the pH because I am I really am interested in Summer's Eve. Okay, so this is what we always tell patients the vaginal area, the vaginal canal is a self-cleaning oven. It's okay? its own ecosystem. Yes. Oh. You don't need, what you don't want to do is use scented products because it disrupts that balance. You also don't want to do any kind of douching or cleaning up there because that all that does is any good bacteria that's there. And back to your yogurt thing, probably you got better because yogurt has good probiotics. So it helps rebalance the flora down there. But you're not supposed to really put no, yogurt you really in your shouldn't. vagina. You, okay. you really shouldn't because it has other things that could be introduced up in there. But um, eating yogurt helps to create more powerful probiotics in the body and then the body naturally will heal itself so um i don't recommend doing that these products really i think people go to them when they're either feeling a lot of discomfort from itching or that they feel they have a bad smell or odor down there so for those two things those mainly to me when i hear that i think of either yeast or bacterial vaginosis both of those should really if it's a if it's a constant problem and it's not getting better, should be treated by your doctor and it can be treated very easily with a quick pill or with a cream that will help you. But you want to get the right diagnosis because constantly treating yourself with these over-the-counter products often makes the situation way worse. I've had people that are like, I've tried eight rounds of Monistat and then I tried Summer's Eve then I tried this, this, that. And ultimately, they had a terrible, terrible yeast infection that just needed a medication. So um, Summer's Eve, tell us what it is. It's basically like a washing douche. Like it's a, it's like a soap that yeah. you would kind so of put in your vagina. So it's a gentle cleansing soap that you use around the vaginal area. Some people use it in the vaginal canal and it's meant to get rid of a lot. People who are having thick discharge. It's meant to kind of make you feel clean down there. In theory, it's not bad, but you're better off doing unscented Dove soap in the area, nothing up there, and then having your doctor do a quick GYN exam to see what is going on. Because in our office, we can quickly tell, looking under the microscope or just doing the exam, saying, yep, this looks like bacterial vaginosis. You need something versus this looks like yeast. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply 
of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. Okay, so what would cause so so people are using douches for like you mentioned two reasons. One, mm-hmm. either smell or yeast, yep. a potential yeast infection. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what would cause the pH in your vagina to be off that you would have a various odor? Like, um, okay, the only time I ever had any scent that I was like, what the hell's going on? Is I had like an ammonia scent because I was on the Atkins diet. Like mm-hmm. I was just eating all this bacon and mm-hmm. then my vagina smelled like ammonia. Yes. Like so what <laughs> it's like it did, it really did. Like I eat nothing but like meat and, and broccoli, and then my vagina smelled like it was bizarre. Right. So remember, and you were talking about the keto diet doing yes, that as well. Yes. So yes. Bal- so what causes your vagina to smell? Well, a lot of different things. So yeast in and of itself, it can happen when, say, for example, you're doing a lot of exercising, you're sitting for a prolonged period of time in the summertime, it's really hot. Hot, moist weather is what really creates a great environment for yeast to grow. And it's the perfect environment for it to just have more and more colonies. So That is one thing. So if you're doing a lot of hot yoga, cycling, if you're doing just biking or walking a lot outside in the summer and in the heat and then sitting for a long time in those wet clothes without changing, that's probably going to give you yeast infection. The other thing is... Never knew that. Okay. The other thing is thong underwear actually can make yeast infections worse. So if you have a little bit of it, that material constantly rubbing against the vaginal area, not giving it room to breathe will also... I'm not saying thongs cause yeast infections. I'm just saying <laughs> it can. that it can make it worse. Um, the other thing is, as I said, these scented products, these washes, they mess up the flora that's in, in the vaginal area normally. So if you're messing up the good bacteria that's supposed to be there to kind of neutralize odors, right. you get rid of it by putting in you know, summer poppy or whatever that is. That's actually going to probably make it worse. Oh. How much does your diet actually affect like the smell of your vagina? What we do know is that people who have very, very high sugar processed diets um, or people that have underlying chronic illnesses like diabetes and things like that are more prone to yeast infections. We know that. But um, generally speaking, unless you're going to an extreme, which in your case, you were just having one type of food group, the body has to get rid of that in some way. Right. So it can alter the gut bacteria and the vaginal bacteria, the bacteria in your mouth, therefore making the smell different. 
Wow. Mm. Um, okay, so overall, no to douches. They're like a short-term yes. fix. No not to a that, good idea. No to scented things, scented lotions. No to like the suppositories that are supposed to make you smell good. Um, like the yeah. anything, as I said, self-cleaning oven. So unless right. you're actually on your period, you want to stay away from putting things there. All right, let's talk tampons and pads. A yes. lot of, um, I don't know if these are misconceptions, true conceptions. A couple of years ago, I got, I read an article like, oh, what is in your tampon, mm-hmm. right? And there was a, they were saying that one of the medical frauds that potentially could be happening is that tampon companies do not have to legally disclose to you what is in a tampon or what is in a pad. So that led a lot of people to believe they're probably using bleaching products to make them look very white when you initially open them, um, that they could be using other products, whether to hold it together or all that. So Mm -hmm. give us the lowdown on tampons. Are they safe to insert? Pads, are they safe to have near your vagina? So they absolutely are safe. And what I want people to know is that that term organic is is so confusing for consumers, right? Because mm. you think that you're you're paying for something that makes it completely pure and chemical free. But there's not a lot there's very little difference between, you know, these organic products and the mainstream high good brand products. And by good brand, I simply mean that they are doing a lot of testing, that they've been on the market for a lot of years. As we said, not sponsored, but I'm talking about like your Playtex and Tampax because they've done a lot of the testing and they are constantly refining their products. So what is in it? A combination of rayon cotton mix. And the reason that this whole issue even came up of the bleaching and chemicals is because in order to purify those fibers and get them to the form or shape that they need to be, these products need to go through a process sort of a purification process. Back in the 90s, they used to use solvents that had bleach in them. Late in the 90s, they stopped completely doing that. And now they use other products that are completely safe to create tampons and to create pads. So the difference only is that these organic products sometimes will be using, let's say, organic cotton, or they will be using some other type of dye that may not have some molecule that that the bigger companies are using. However, all of them will have trace bits of chemicals. It's just a very minimal difference. And I think that minimal difference is what allows you to slap that organic brand versus not. However, you have to remember that all of these are safe to use. Really? Yes. Okay, that's amazing because you hear a lot of discussion about yes. that. Like, are and I, I think it's so great because I think we all can get caught up very quickly, whether it's a vaccine or whatever, thinking, oh my God, are these companies trying to kill us? Right. Are they, like, is this causing ovarian cancer? Is it causing endometriosis? endometriosis? But there is no science to say that. There absolutely isn't. And you, you shouldn't believe that buying an organic tampon is going to be better for you than buying a non-organic tampon. I am saving $2.99 because they jack up the price. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. I'm going back to the normal. The other thing is they have to do other testing. You have to remember they have to do other testing. They have to source their materials from other places. That makes it also a little bit more expensive for them. Now, I mean, ultimately, you're going to use probably the same number of organic pads as you are regular pads. So presuming that the regular pads come from a reputable company, I would say go with the regular pad, go with the one that is most most comfortable or try to pick one of these other options, because I think these are really good new options. So tampons are safe to insert. I don't know why. I I don't understand why women buy scented tampons. I cannot imagine. The scent is so gross outside the box. I can't imagine putting that in. Do you recommend using scented not at all. And I think that they use scents because they feel 
nervous or they feel kind of self-conscious about the scent that happens with your period, which is understandable. I mean, when you've had a, a tampon out and it's containing the menstrual flow, menstrual blood, it can have a specific odor. However, just remember that the more that you change it regularly, the better off you are, the better off you are to avoid any of those odors that you're worried about. But I mean, I think that it's not, you know, generally speaking, people are more aware of this odor than other people are. If other people are sensing this odor or if you're saying, hey, this odor is really out of whack of what is normal to me, then you want to see your doctor because then we might be looking at something like bacterial vaginosis or yeast infection or something like that. Um, But scented, no, because that's a very big irritant. A lot of these like um, flower scent or whatever the scent that they're adding, the lotions, perfumes, dyes to make that scent are going to be irritating. Okay, so if you... Go ahead, Age. Did you have a question? I was going to say, how often do you say four hours is good, recommended? Because sometimes yes. I'll leave it in overnight, and I know that's terrible, but I'll forget about it. I leave it overnight. I do, too. And then I just immediately go in the morning and take it out. So, like, it could be in there for eight hours. That's probably really bad. Um, no, eight hours is kind of your max. Um, okay. What I usually recommend to people, especially the younger uh, patients that are... Younger women that are, just, say, starting out using a tampon, and they don't usually do that... If they feel comfortable enough, use the tampon during the day and then at night use a pad. Got it. Okay. Okay. Because you're at home, you can use a high absorbency and you're not really worried. The biggest time that I have people come to me saying, honestly, I don't remember if I took out my tampon. Can you please do an exam? I think I have a lost tampon, which is a thing. Oh, me. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I put then, double in. Oh, uh, double. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then that is happens when it's the overnight. So if you just set a standard of, okay, at night when I go to bed, I'm going to use the pad. And then the morning I start it over again. That's your best way of kind of avoiding the missed loss tampon out in right. space. Okay. <laughs> longest period of time that you've ever had a patient come in that had a tampon in? I've heard about a month. Um, No, I, a month. Wow. That's a long time. Well, it's these crazy girls, they have a pot, you know, oh, call yeah, me call daddy. daddy. It's yeah, like all yeah. sex. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say like two weeks or maybe less. Oh my god! Oh, I would be. I would. Two I would weeks, think I was but like die. one of it was their menstrual flow, right? So then they were like kind of unsure. And then when you pull those things out, I mean, it doesn't smell good. Oh, sure oh. not. Yeah. So you guys have to literally like, go in and try to search around. You search around with the speculum. Oh my god! If you located, and I will say, I've had so many false alarms too, where they're like, "I think oh. I have. I'm not sure." Yeah. And then you look, you look all around, and nothing's there, and you can kind of reassure them. But sometimes it's there, and you kind of know because that is one thing that does cause an odor. Oh my God, I bet. Yeah, yeah, you're like a retained tampon. (gasps) Oh my God, God. I would be like, ah! Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Okay, I want to do lightning round. These are questions that people have had um, for you, Dr. Shelby. Dr. Shelby Argawal is with us today. Um, She is a doctor here in the D.C. area, but you may have seen her on Access Hollywood. She often appears on Fox 5 D.C. Uh, What is your website? Where can people find you really Um, quickly? So the best place to find me, shoot me questions, is on Instagram at shilpymd.com or at shilpymd. My website is the same, shilpymd.com. Twitter, shilpymd. It's all the same. So S-H-I-L-P-I-M-D as in medical doctor. Wrote a fabulous book about taking care of your health called The 10-Day Total Body Transformation. We highly recommend that book. Okay, really quickly, uh, one mother writes to us, what about your teens? 10, 11, 12. I have a daughter, 11 years old, starting her period. Pads seem like a good option, but when should a child start using tampons? What about toxins in that? What's the safest option for kids? Okay, so I think pads are a really great option for younger kids, and I'll tell you why. Because it's important for a younger woman to know their flow, right? If they're having very, very heavy flow, you sometimes can't see it or can't gauge it if you're putting a tampon in, whereas with a pad, you can kind of see it. If you're changing your pad every hour, something's up there, right? Hormonally may be an imbalance or whatever. So start with pads. I know that's maybe not as comfortable. The other thing is if they're doing sports, swimming, you know, whatever these activities, you can introduce them to trying to 
place a tampon and don't feel uncomfortable to bring the tampons with you to the doctor. If you if the daughter feels comfortable going to the gynecologist, you can go and they have we usually have models in the office showing you this is what it is. This is where you're trying to aim it to. And then she can practice, you know, and it doesn't feel uncomfortable. It feels like it's a medical setting. So they're not doing something that's like super weird in the mirror upside down at home. Right. You know, because a lot of times you don't know people. I've had so many patients, poor things they don't even know. And they say, well, I didn't know. Like, I thought I was putting in the wrong, you know, I was putting in the wrong oh, hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. If, oh, tampon up there. And, the yeah. Well, believe me, I put cardboard in there. So right. It's so like, anatomically, I think that's also very important. And then they can kind of know what's normal, what's not normal. Um, but I would say definitely start with pads if you if you can. Um, and then, um, you know, in terms of chemicals and safety, I really think that um, the, the mainstream products that are out there are safe. I can say that with a lot of confidence. OBGYNs recommend them. There's nothing more superior about an organic or dye-free thing because all of the products really are working up to standards to avoid chemicals. They may have certain other things. I mean, you know, they may have other options that make it confusing, whereas the organic or the um, dye-free options just have like the one option. So maybe that makes it seem easier. But the reality is they're, they're safe. Um, okay, one writer, Case, um, writes to the Hey Fresh podcast. She says, what about boric acid? Is it safe to use for your yeast infection or overall? I don't. What is boric acid? Okay, so and is it? That sounds scary. So boric acid, the thing is, there. Um, it is used by some to treat recurrent yeast infections. Okay. I wouldn't do boric acid unless you've talked to your doctor first. The main reason being that you want to be sure that you are indeed treating yeast. Once a doctor says, ah. hey, you've had three yeast infections in the last three months, let's give it a try. There are certain specific suppositories and they have to be put in under the guidance of a doctor. You can buy them on Amazon, but your doctor should know that you're using them because we want to track that you're using it properly. The other thing is it's an acid chemical. So if you don't use it correctly, it could cause damage to the skin. It can cause other side effects. So to answer your question quickly, yes, boric acid certainly is an option, but it's not our number one go-to for treating like your first one-off yeast infection. Don't just go on Amazon to buy boric acid treatment because you just don't want to go to the doctor. So what do you recommend? Because we've talked a lot about yeast infections. So what is your number one go-to? I've, I've had a couple of yeast infections mostly. I don't know why. Why is this? I The only time I had yeast infections was like I had not had sex for a long period of time and then I had sex like, mm -hmm. and then I had a yeast infection. Um, I was so just like the top reasons that we I get need to be the... having more sex. Like, I mean, obviously, the, you know, the That's wheels. That's not a cure that I learned about in med school. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, no, I, I didn't learn about that cure yet. But um, the main reason for yeast infections, right, like I said, moist environment. Um, antibiotics, it's a big one. If you were just on a course of antibiotics, it kills oh. bad bacteria, but it kills good bacteria, too, right? So you'll get a yeast infection. Um, my main go-tos are, of course, you can try the over-the-counter the two and three day usually never work. So if you're going to, if it's mild and you want to just do it, do the full five day course. Otherwise go to your doctor because it's one pill one time. It's called Diflucan. Um, and that's so easy, right? You can just take, take the one pill and be done with it. Wow. The other thing is add probiotics to your diet, whether that's kombucha, yogurt, not to the vaginal area, to the, like take it. <laughs> take it orally. Yeah, take it orally. Eat it. Kombucha, um, uh, yogurt, kimchi, all of the things that have good probiotics will help restore good balance in your body, stomach and vaginal area. Uh, last question from one of our audience. What about jade eggs? There's been a lot of discussion about that, oh even on Goop. Yeah, oh, um, Goop. The claims the are, yeah, the Goopsters, that it would improve your sex life, uh, add menstrual balance to your cycle. I'm not exactly sure what that means. And better all <laughs> vagina health and, and pelvic health. What is your recommendation about jade eggs in your vagina? Um, that is no, no pra. 
Nopra. That's a Nopra. <laughs> That's a Nopra. <laughs> that there's no science behind that. I don't. I don't understand that. Um, I think it's just like a gimmick. It's people want to like want to believe anything, and they want to like try all these like natural causes. And no, don't save your money. Don't put eggs up there. No, no, please. Oh my God, really? That's so good because there's a lot of places that are saying Who that it's is like leaving this. Oh my goodness. Also, how would you for this? Where? How do you get it out? You just fish it. You push it up there, and then you just dig it, it out. There. You just pull it out. Yeah, I guess. But to me, that's that's like a hazard waiting to happen. Seriously. Emergency room visit. Yeah, really? that's something like I yeah. got a jade egg stuff yeah. up there. I was going to ask about lubricants. Mm-hmm. Yep. What? Of course, we talked about like name brands, like Trojan lubricants. Yep. Um, I tend to be a little bit dry, so I've been like venturing out to lubricants. What is is that safe? Can you do it? On your period, does it have any side effects with that? Um, yeah, most people use all different kind of personal lubricants. Um, usually, again, unscented you want to do. You can do water-based. Um, some people do silicon-based. Um, okay. Any of them tend to be safe. The things I don't recommend for patients, again, are doing a lot of like uh, olive oil, coconut oil. People are doing all these other different things stuff. that... Um, <laughs> any household object. not coconut. Oil. Yeah. You're not supposed to put coconut oil on his penis and then I would go. not recommend that. <laughs> Avocado. <laughs> no, I've heard that too. Yeah, I, I don't remember these food items, but no. Millennials. No. We're like, yeah. oh, well, it's avocado toast. It's avocado yeah. lubricant. Okay. No, oh I my would God. say no. Yeah. We're having you back. Next month yes. is the sex show. So good. You are so good. Next month is the sex show because we need to ask you all the questions we have about sex. Uh, hopefully I learned that in I'm school. Am- <laughs> <laughs> or now, on the job training, right? Um, right. OBGYN, how often should we be going? Um, I think you should have a relationship with an OB that you're visiting every year. You may not necessarily need a pap every year, um, but you do want to talk to your OB. Birth control, we didn't get to too much on this show, but we'll talk about that as well because many people are on birth control. There's so many different types, right? Like there's the IUD, there's hormonal, not hormonal. You got to do a birth control show Um, next too. We'll do that next. you want to know like what is the right option for me and then what are all the options out there? Because some people say, well, oh, I didn't even know that was an option. And then they find out that was the perfect one for them. Or some people say, oh, I thought they all had hormones, but no, you can get a copper IUD. And it doesn't have hormones and does the same thing. I've had so, the IUD. It was pretty good until it started to like extract itself. Oh, okay. Yeah. That so was, see, then yeah. you're not a good candidate for the IUD, but you could be. It's a moment. A, you could. Yeah. <laughs> it was extremely painful. I was like, what is oh going my on? My uterus is coming out. It was really weird. Wow. And it like sat on the cervix. And then I was so terrified to go have it taken out. But that was actually the easiest part. No, that's the fact. Putting it in. It, the, putting it I in is put, very I painful. I put them in. And um, that part is a little bit painful, um, especially if you've never had kids before or anything. Um, taking it out is a, a snap. We gotta. We have to do. We you have to come back. I mean, yes, I'm gonna try to get pregnant sure. this year as okay. well. Like, so I need so you all need of your these. guidance. <laughs> <laughs> well, not in the things for your no, but up until then. Um. Yes. Well, I don't even know really like anything about getting pregnant. Like, I heard you're supposed to take full of gas. I have a million yeah. questions, and uh, I don't, vitamins. I don't know any books. When to is read? she ovulating? Thirteen days after the start of her period. Right. Well, so it varies, but yeah, somewhere mid mid cycle. So let's okay. say because I'm telling you, what have sex day one. Yeah, you can use a tr- t- uh, an app to track it. You can. We can talk all about that. I can't wait. And for the first time, I saw a diagram of what it looks like when your when your cervix is dilated, and I yes. had no idea what that actually physically meant. But it's actually that you can see the head. Like I was like, what? No, yeah, a I little schmano head. I can't even. <laughs> And I just want to know from you, like, yes. all the details. I might need you to be there when I give birth because I need the epidural. Like, I, I need to know if the epidural is safe. And I want it, like, because isn't there a oh, window? Safe. I got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you need yeah. it. Girl, I am not going to be some hero out there trying to give birth on my own. Okay, I I'm don't sure care. I'm sure there's a lot of opinions on this, but, um, you know, I I got it. 
Oh my God. Thank God. Yeah. I'm getting two. it too. Two, twice. I got twice. it twice. Okay. Yes. We got to have you back. And then I want to know should I give birth in a tub? Now everyone's getting there. Oh my God, a water to me, birth? It's like no, the poor thing. I'm... I mean, isn't the kid going to drown by the time you get it out? I mean, it's already got enough no, no. sack I, fluid. I, I think like, there's OBGYNs for a reason. I'm all about modern medicine, but not to say you can't do adjunct. You know, I went to a Lamaze class, it was very helpful. Um, there's so much in terms of childbirth, but um, pregnancy, that's another show. But yes, send me all your questions at ChilpyMD on Instagram, and we will, I'll be back. You're amazing. Definitely. AJ on the mic, follow her. This was such an awesome show, so informative, so, so inspiring. Now we know all of your period questions answered. Be sure to find Dr. Shelby. She is fabulous. We'll see you guys on Monday. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for watching. Bye. Share the Hey Phrase show. Love you. I need to go try these on. I'm I'm getting those Think Sundays. Those are amazing. Thank you so much.